baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So, Wakao, we're getting rapid reaction here to this uh, ruling by an appeals court in Washington, D.C., suggesting Donald Trump is not immune from criminal prosecution. Statewide, we go to Tori Vanute every Tuesday. Tuesdays with Tori. Tori Vanute from Axios joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Obviously, Tori, this ruling just coming in. But any sense of, uh, I guess, how Minnesota is reacting? Well, we haven't seen a lot of that yet. You know, you all just talked a little bit about um, the significance legally of of this ruling. But, of course, the former president's legal issues, various legal issues, are playing out in two different arenas, right? Mm-hmm. The, the actual legal arena and the political arena uh, in terms of his candidacy and the support he can win in his, his bid for the presidency again. You know, here in Minnesota, just like across the country, we have yet to see any signs that the president's uh, the various legal cases against the president, former president, have impacted his standing with GOP primary voters at all. Other than if boosting anything, it. Other than boosting uh, it. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, if anything, it has boosted it, right? So there was a KSTP had a poll, I think it came out last week, their poll. Um, uh, president Trump had carried like 75% uh, support among GOP primary voters. Um, oh, to, to Nikki Haley's 14%. So this is for our, our primary here in Minnesota is is on Super Tuesday uh, in about a month from now. And so, you know, what our my colleagues um, are, are actually as founders, longtime political reporters, uh, Mike Allen and Jim Vandehei have reported, is that uh, President Trump's circles thinks that, uh, believe that the trial will... Um, energize and embolden his supporters, these various trials. They're planning on, he'd like to lean into it. Uh, You know, he'll have to attend, which obviously affects the rhythms of a campaign. But some people within former president's circles believe that uh, the theatrics around it and kind of railing on the judges and railing against the, the process has already boosted fundraising, boosted support, and will boost him with GOP primary voters. Now, there is concern within some advising him, um, uh, Jim and Mike reported, that it'll have the effect of turning off those key independent and swing voters uh, in November. And so that's the real political questions we're watching. You know, there's serious kind of legal questions here about these trials and what they could mean. Um, and what a conviction would mean. But the political question is, uh, does this impact the President Trump's bid for the Republican nomination? Signs are pointing to no, not in a negative way, at least. And then how does this play out in the general election? And that's really what we'll be watching. Tori, do you think there are still, you mentioned independent voters. Do you honestly believe that anybody hasn't made up their mind Oh, yet? I do. I think they're really oh, yeah. Yes. I think there's a lot of people, uh, Vintori, God, you, you can give your own opinion on yeah. this, but I think there's a lot of people that are like, man, you know, I just, 
I feel like President Biden hasn't done what he said he's doing and what isn't. There's a lot of black voters who say Joe Biden hasn't done what he said and he's forgotten about us. So I think there's a lot of people in that category. Hmm. Tori, maybe you feel differently, but that's, I'm sorry. Well, I jumped in one thing we, no, no, jump in. One thing we see in the polls is that, you know, a lot of the polls are projecting a pretty close race with not a ton of quote unquote undecideds and a head to head matchup, you know, kind of like a typical race there for this time. But what we do know is the polling shows that voters really um, are not happy about, uh, many voters are not happy about a rematch. So that kind of suggests that they don't really, they're not thrilled about either of their choices in the major parties right now for the presumptive nominees. Um, That can play out in lots of different ways. It could, you you know, solidify people on partisan lines. People could stay home. And if one side or the other voters on one side or the other just decide to stay home, that can also have a really big impact on the outcome, right? Turnout, it's all about turnout. And so, you know, this is going to be one of the, if nothing changes, if it heads on the current trajectory, this is going to be like the longest um, general election presidential campaign in like modern memory, Right, because the primaries appear to be wrapping fairly early, unless something changes. Um, you know, unless Nikki Haley has a huge swing, something else changes with the the, the leading candidates here, uh, former President Trump and President Biden. And so, uh, voters could be swayed based on what is happening in their life at that time. You know, things like the economy, things like war, like other kind of macro trends. Uh, they could be so disgusted by. <laughs> What is it going to be? Uh, I don't even know how many months this will be. Uh, nine, eight, nine months of attacks, like partisan attacks if they stay home. Um, so, so a lot can change. We'll see how many people are decided in the end. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And Tori, we still don't have an answer. We understand that in this case now, with this ruling, I know it will go to the Supreme Court, that President Trump has essentially become citizen Trump, that he will not be protected from presidential immunity. But has anybody commented yet on whether or not if he is convicted of a crime of election interference, can he still run? Does that stop him from being a candidate? Uh, that's a good question. I, my other colleagues are focusing on, um, you know, building out this story right now. Yeah, I get it. I, get, um, I know it's a lot. So I, I don't want to like wade into that. Um, you know, of course, we've talked separately about some of the 14th Amendment questions related to some of the charges uh, that, that the former president is facing related to insurrection. Um, but uh Yes, I mean, it is within the realm of possibility that there is there certainly trial and potentially a decision, whether it's, you know, conviction or a not guilty verdict before Election Day. So this is something we're going to be grappling with. Uh, moving on to um, local politics. We are uh, less than a week away from the start of the Minnesota legislative session. I know you're 
uh, getting ready, uh, getting, I suppose, do you like, get up? We have a countdown in we do, the studio. Oh, yeah. Countdown yeah, it's clock. like an advent calendar. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I do, too. Because I, I will tell you, I've got the big news this morning. The Capitol Cafeteria, the Rathskeller, is opening as planned. There's oh, nice. the big news for all the Capitol types. Best breakfast sandwiches in town. That's, One of the best I've, breakfast sandwiches I have heard in that. And what is the name of it again? Yeah. It's a... It's the Rathskeller. It's out of the basement of the Capitol, and it's open to the public. And what's so. the significance of that name? Do we know? There was a bar oh, in Indiana, I, in Indianapolis, we used to go that, to called the Rathskeller. Maybe that's a I term thought it was like a for, German um, like bar. It is. It's a German. It's a German word that's like a gathering place, oh, kind of town okay. hall. I think it's. Um, like in a basement, so it's in it because it's in the basement. It. it kind of has that look too. Got it. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Republicans already saying uh, enough's enough when it comes to spending. We're trying to stop this DFL trifecta from uh, spending any more of our money. And Senator uh, Ann Rest says no new taxes. Where have we heard that before? But no new taxes. And she's a Democrat, and she's agreeing. So. We had this report this morning that Senator Rest, who is a metro legislator, she's a tax chair. That's a very powerful position. On a panel with her last Friday, sponsored by the Minneapolis uh, Regional Chamber, does moderating and asked her what to expect from the session. And she said, colleagues who are coming to me, other people who are coming to me with ideas for new taxes or big expenditures, I have one word for them, and it's no. Wow. So here you go. Message her. <laughs> the buck stops with Senator Rest. And the reason this is significant is, A, most new taxes would have to go through the tax committee. There are other ways, like through transportation tax, you know, specific taxes go through the transportation committee. But most new taxes have to go through her. And she says she's not advancing. She's not letting any tax bills through this session. That's what she says as of now. Things could change. Uh, The other significant reason is, as we talked about a lot last year, Democrats have trifecta majority, but it's a very thin margin, especially in the Senate. It's 34 votes. That's the bare minimum for a majority is what the Democrats have. They need everybody to vote on the Democratic side to get something through. And Senator Rest says, you don't have me. You don't have me for new taxes. You don't have me for big new spending. And if that's, of course, something we talked about in December, that the state does still have a small surplus, relatively small, 2.6, uh, sorry, $2.4 uh, $4 billion, um, but that could go away. The current spending trends, the current tax, uh, inc- you know, the taxes that are coming in trends. State economists are warning that in the next, you know, before too long, there could be a structural imbalance, aka a deficit, if they don't do anything. So, you know, the senator's comments are significant because it highlights both the the constraints and challenges that the majority Democrats face in this short session in an election year. They don't have a lot of money, and they don't have a lot of margin for votes. So uh, it kind of gives you a little bit of a sense of how things are going to be reined in a little bit this year compared to last year's very busy, active budget session with some high-dollar policies. Tori, uh, we're out of time, but Kyle has Kyle Stokes has an interesting story about Minneapolis yeah. weighing uh, safe outdoor spaces as an alternative to homeless encampments. I'll just have to tell the listeners, um, it's an interesting piece. You know, what is a safe outdoor mm-hmm. space? I'm so sorry that we're out of time. Maybe we could talk about it next week. But thank you so much uh, for your time today. We really appreciate um, your expertise. Of course. Thanks. Have a good day. You got it. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.